Sophisticated Ignorance, we are back with another episode. I am your host, Diaz York Slim. You know the rest. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are staying safe. Hope you guys are masking up. It's legal now. Um, that's been legal, but the vaccines, FDA approved, Pfizer, um, that's major, man. That's major. Um, they should have been did that. I figured it would be Pfizer. Pfizer always had the highest percentage as far as vaccination, as far as the effectiveness of the vac- the vaccination goes, um, which is good. Really good. Really, really, really good. Um, really good. Really good. But people are going to still say, I don't trust the FDA. I don't know. So who do you trust in? Yourself? You're not Scarface, man. <laughs> You're not Scarface. Let me do this real quick. You're not Scarface. Um, but I hope you guys are staying safe out there, man. Um, yeah, man. What's going on, you guys? Long time no see. Long time no talk. I haven't uploaded a YouTube video in a long time. I'm going to do that. I swear I'm going to do that. Um, it's just hard. To get a fan base, you know, a natural one. Uh, I'm not really worried about that, though. You know what I'm saying? I do what I can. 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 But um, yeah, man. It's just uh, I woke up this morning feeling like P Diddy. Um, I didn't wake up feeling like P Diddy. Do you guys hear that water running? I don't know what that's all about. Uh, I think somebody might be washing clothes. I don't know. We're going to keep going, though. But, um, yeah, no, for real. I had a, um, it's super distracting. It feels like, you know what that sounds like? It feels, it sounds like someone's, like, just dumping water out on the ground or, like, a pipe busted. Um, knock on woods. I, 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 and I would notice that. I'd be like, oh, there's water everywhere. Why is there water everywhere? You know what I'm saying? Um, I woke up this morning. Why is my clock faster than... I don't know. Anyway, I'm so off the point. Um, I woke up this morning and I was just on social media in this one post. You know, you guys, you always got to check your phone for social media. I don't know why. The first thing... I don't know why the first thing, like, everybody does is when they wake up is, like, check their phone for social media. Like, who cares? Um, but anyway, I woke up and I was just, like, checking social media on Snapchat. I seen this one post. It was, like... Trying to remember without opening my phone. It was like she said, or the post said, but it was a girl who reposted it. She was like, um, so that's why I said she said. Anyways, she said, there's 12 other guys calling her beautiful, gorgeous, whatever, whatever, etc. Be different, send her money. And now, I seen that and I said, do people not know that money, money, there's nothing backing money, you know? There, to a certain extent, there's stuff backing money to a certain extent. The way that, the reason why money is tradable is because that there's gold backing the money. Now, the reason why we say, oh, we're in trillions of dollars in debt is because we don't have enough money to back, or we don't have enough gold, rather, to back the money that's being printed out. So we're just printing out money because there's a demand of it, because people are taking it, hoarding it, sitting in the bank, whatever, whatever, right? There's a demand for it. But it fascinates me how people, my generation rather, and some people that are a little older, but mainly my generation, we are so infatuated with money. And um, it's ridiculous to me. I'm like, this is ridiculous. You guys don't even know why we're in debt, one, two, that doesn't matter. Like... Bitcoin, I read an article, I don't know if this still holds weight or even valid to this day, 
uh, it said that one Bitcoin is worth more than the U.S. quarter. I feel like that's a problem because that's cryptocurrency and that can crash whenever. So if that's worth more than a quarter, then the whole then the whole American economic system is just screwed. Period. And people love to put their money in Bitcoin. And somebody was like, "Yeah, they're getting paid in Bitcoin." I'm like, "What? I don't like when athletes do that. I don't. I don't like when athletes do that." Now I'm not going to sit up here and pocket watch, but you could get paid however you want to get paid. But what if something happens to that? You don't get reimbursed from Bitcoin. If that crashes, there is no reimbursement. You know what I'm saying? Like you put all you put a lot of money into that because you're talking about all oh, you're thinking about generational wealth and so on and so forth. Yeah, that's fine, but buy some land, real estate, property, develop hotels, develop apartment complexes in impoverished neighborhoods, affordable housing. Do that. Become a landlord. Don't become a landlord, but have somebody do it for you, and you get paid a percentage of that because you're you know, developing the land and you, you know, put the plan together. Don't get paid in Bitcoin. I feel like, I'm not saying cryptocurrency is a waste of time, but you could tell where my, if I got paid like that, if I was an athlete and I got paid that type of money for a contract, you could tell where my business acumen and where my, my mind's at. Oh, get some land. Oh, buy a whole bunch of houses and rent them out because... You know, too much money ain't enough money, apparently. But even then, I would that's what I would do. I would I would I just wouldn't because you can buy any house you want. If a house is for sale, you're like, I want that house. You can buy that house if you're worth, you know, thirty million dollars at the end of four years. Like you're worth a lot of money and you get your guaranteed money. You get your guaranteed money right then and there. No, I see either you you get your guaranteed money and then you get your signing bonus. So Depending on the NFL, that's the NFL. I think the NBA is just a, um, a signing bonus. Oh, no, there's guaranteed signing bonuses too, but those are more incentives. No, signing bonus is different. Then there are also incentives within the contract for both leagues. But anyway, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Hopefully I am. But, like, come on, man. Like, you know, these are, these are your, you know, it's the problem with America. And no one's telling them. People just like, they think, because it, it's a wave. You know, they caught fire. Like, because Kevin Durant made a lot of money off Bitcoin and in Uber and, you know, investments in uh, reputable, what seemed like reputable businesses and stuff like that. But I, I, would, I just wouldn't catch, I wouldn't hop on a trend because you've seen one guy be successful. That's terrible. And people look at sub- success objectively. It's not. It's really subjectively subjectively subjective is to the person because what as a person how do you define success what do you deem success is you know do you deem success as i'm wealthy or do you deem success as like i got what i wanted out of life you know i got the job i wanted um you know i I live modest but i'm happy like i'm successful in a sense quote unquote um you know and it depends on what walk of life you're from like Success varies from person to person, and American society looks at success as a whole, like the uh, the like uh, it's an object, like it's t- like it's tangible. Success is not tangible. It's the results are tangible from the from the things that you've done, which is quote unquote what we'll call success. But I don't think personally that it's a tangible thing. It's subjective, it's to the person, whatever, whatever the case may be. Because somebody might look at Cade Cunningham or whomever as, oh, he's successful. 
and then he could look at himself like, I'm not really successful. You know what I'm saying? You might look at me as successful, but I haven't still I still haven't achieved what I wanted to achieve. So I have got I've garnered some success, but I am not successful. That has not the success has not been filled or fulfilled. It hasn't there's just still a void that needs to be done. And um, I think everybody wants to be successful, but success looks different for everybody. So don't get caught up in the trap for other people, you know, don't get caught up in that trap of like, I got to do this because of he said, she said, it's still a grapevine. I don't like that. I don't, oh, I don't like that either. The grapevine stuff, you know, I don't like following trends. That's why I haven't really gotten to stocks like that because everybody's just so greedy, not even greedy, but they just think that. I've, I've, and I've always said this, my gener- it's a quick money scheme. Like it, it's not when you want to really build money and build wealth, you take your stocks, right? You do your stocks, and this is just simple math. I was telling my sister this yesterday. I was like, whatever you do, no matter what product you have, you always flip your product. Always flip it. Real estate, flip it. You buy a house for one hundred sixty thousand dollars, fixer upper, flip it. Flip it for like two hundred. $210,000. You flip the house, right? You know, make the house worth that. And then you can rent it out, you can sell it, you can do whatever you want with it. But always, always flip it. No matter what. Don't just sit, don't buy something and sit on it. No, flip that. If you could flip it, flip it. And the only reason why you would sit on something pertaining to real estate and just land is that the property value around that particular area is going up. So you're waiting for the right moment to strike, uh, to strike iron. Or to strike fire, and then catch lightning in a bottle, whatever you want to call it, and then you would just sell the land for however many much, however hundreds of thousands of dollars, or however many millions, so on and so forth. Like you would, you know, that's how you would do it. You you would wait, but yeah, I just just and not thinking, you know, people just think it's quick. When I say people, I mean my generation. They just think it's a quick money scheme. It's not quick. This is it's long. It's tedious. Success is not quick. You know, somebody was doing stocks, somebody went to school with, he got like $1,000 from his stocks, offered his stocks, and he pulled the money. I was like, why are you pulling your money? And then he probably blew it on stupid stuff. You take that $1,000 that you got, or you let it just sit there. I wouldn't even check it, bro. I wouldn't even check. If I ever put money into stocks, or if I dumped money into stocks, I wouldn't even check the stocks. I'd be like, whatever. It'll go up, it'll go down, you gotta pull out a certain time. I'm like, nah, I'll pull out when I feel like the number that I've reached and I feel comfortable enough to pull out. I'll, I'll pull out. I, you know what I'm saying. I don't really care. Oh well. You know what I'm saying. Oh well. Um, not gonna check. That's just me though. And I'm, I'm, and I'm ignorant to stocks. I don't know a whole lot about stocks, but I just feel like my generation doesn't know either. So here we are, trying to be um, pro- proactive, which is nice. But also, not even using our heads. Why would you think to if you could if you got a thousand dollars, then you could put your you can take that money that you got and put it into more the stocks that are worth way more than what you the first stock that you bought, right? Or however many you your culmination of stocks that are up are worth a thousand dollars. You take that money and then you buy two more stocks that are worth five hundred dollars. You will get more money because the stocks typically. Or what you usually will make you more money in the long run, right? The higher the stock, the more money that they will produce. So that's, you know, 
that's what I kind of got from just basic logic from the stock market. I'm like, well, the higher the stock, the more money that they'll probably produce in the long run. So that's why you buy. That's why people buy. Like that's why no one can afford Amazon. They're like 14k a share because Amazon has grown to this global conglomerate. But also, you can take your money out of Amazon. You know, I mean, you want to make a profit, but I mean, if you can put 14k in there and take it out when it's like at 26k, you might. I mean, you're already halfway there. You might as well keep leaving your money in there. But you've, you know, made somewhat near your profit. You haven't even made a profit. You got to make your money back, then a profit. So you'll probably have to pull out at like thirty thousand. You'll only make two k of a profit. But you know, you get thirty grand. You get thirty grand. You probably already worked that f- to get that fourteen k back in your pocket. So you got thirty grand. You get an extra thirty grand. You know what I'm saying? That's the way I look at it. Obviously, I know it's not that simple. I made it seem like it's just so simple to do it. Don't do it. Do your research. If you want to do it, do it. But do your research. Do your due diligence. Make sure that this is the right move that you want to make. Do not, do not just start following trends and fads. Because as soon as the trend ends, you will get left behind because you still think everybody's on the same wave. Especially if you don't pay attention. I don't pay attention to anything that goes on like that because I really don't care. If it doesn't pertain to me, then I don't care. I really don't care. I'm so sorry. Like... I just don't care. And nothing's wrong with that. Like, people people act like, you know, something's wrong with not caring. I mean, if it doesn't pertain to me, if it's not really in my face or if I'm not really involved, I don't really care. You know, I oh well. <laughs> Sorry. Don't care anymore. Um, but, yeah, man. Money is, money is a motivator. Money is... The root of all evil. Money is the root of the de- of the seven deadly sins. If you believe in that, um, it just it, you know, money is just it's a tool. At the end of the day, it's tool. It's a tool. And people always tell me at work, they're just like, oh, but you're, it's easy money. You're not doing nothing. I'm like, it's not even the fact that I'm not doing nothing. Why would I want to get money for not doing anything? You know what I'm saying? Like I was, I felt. It's not even I felt guilty. Like even when I was, and people probably heard that and was like, you guys are gonna hear this and be like, what is he talking about? I would love to. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't because it's a deeper, it's something deeper within me that I was like, I have to like, I have to work. I have to hustle. I have to do something. I feel not, not even necessarily lazy, but I feel unfulfilled. You know, you want, when you're doing something, when you're, especially if you're wasting time, you want fulfillment or spending time, you want fulfillment. Um, I feel like at work, instead of spending my time at doing something productive, whether it be watching, you know, YouTube videos on how to cut hair or courses or do, do recording, um, doing research about other business ventures that I'm, you know, going to start tapping into. Like, I could be doing that for like the next five to eight hours. Like, I don't have to, like, that, you know, not productive like that doing what i just said is productive to me but going to work and saying it's easy money it's not productive i don't care about money i can hustle there's so many ways there's so many hustles out here legally and illegally what makes you think that i can't get this money that i'm gonna lose quote unquote that i'm I'm gonna make it back i could easily make it back some hustles might land me in jail others mm, probably won't but either way a hustle is a hustle you gotta want it you know I feel when I want to do something, I want fulfillment. I want not satisfaction, but I want gratification. 
You know, I want to feel like I've accomplished something. I want to feel like I've done something. That's why I went back to work. Everybody was collecting the unemployment, racking up. I was like, I got to work. I can't, you know, because it got too mundane and repetitive of like, oh, every Sunday you click submit, you get $700 on, on every Thursday or every Wednesday. Same, it's the same, same thing, same thing, same thing, same thing. You're like, this is not, this is not what I signed up for. And I could have sat out a little longer and then got the, um, for, and then for real came back. And we've been balling when I went back to work, but there was no point. I was like, this is, this is, I need to be, I need to work. I need to do something with my time, you know? Um, and that's just me. Not, not, not everybody's the same. Not everybody's cut from the same cloth. Um, I feel like, you know, I want gratification. I won't get satisfied. I won't feel satisfied or satis- I won't, you know, feel satisfactory until I pass away to the next realm. The next life, um, because then I'll know at that point in time. I'll feel satisfaction when I'm older, you know. Like I said, around the time I pass away. Because then I'll know, hey, I lived a good life. I lived a full life. I'm happy. No regrets. It's time for the next phase of Diaz, the, the soul, you know. You know, so that'll be the next phase. But I don't feel as if, you know, working and not doing anything, that's boring to me. <laughs> that's literally boring. And, you know, idle time, they say all the time, idle time's the devil's playground or idle time's the devil's time. Like, you, if you're not doing anything productive and you're just sitting around not doing anything, you'll find something to do and it will not be a legal thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just won't be legal. And for me personally, I can't do that. I can't sit up here... And um, just not do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I will find a hustle. I will sell water to a whale if it needed, if that was what it came down to. You know what I'm saying? I will sell water to a whale. I will sell you your socks off of your feet if it came down to it. You can't. I'm a. I'm a hustler. You know what I'm saying? I got the mentality of like I gotta go to work. People are like ah, I ain't going to work. Like no, I gotta go to work. In a minute, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a job where it's like I get to go to work and I'm gonna love what I do. But as of right now, I gotta do. I just gotta do it. You gotta just put your head down, keep your, you know, keep put your head, keep your head up, put your chin down, and just keep moving forward, man. Don't quit. The worst thing you can do as a human being, if you're trying to achieve something great or just trying to achieve what you want to achieve, is quitting or just being stagnant. Uh, you can't allow your mind to be stagnant. You just can't. Whatever it is, you gotta do something. Read a book. Feel accomplished. You read a book, like literally. And there's little victories, you know, I felt, I was telling people, I, I felt like I ain't had a win in a long time. You know, I was telling myself this, telling people, right, like people care. I was telling my, I was like, I feel like I ain't ever had a win. I seen somebody else have a win. I was like, I'm winning, I'm getting, I'm winning in life. And I was just like, what am I doing wrong? That doesn't allow me to win. And the first thing I referred back to was the mentality I had. It was my mentality. I was like, I can't, what is this mentality? This is terrible mentality. Like, I feel like I'm stuck, I'm stagnant, but you, you're making yourself feel this way. You know what I'm saying? You are making yourself feel this way. And the only way to get out of that is to, you know, keep moving forward and to get yourself out of that funk. You're the only person who can control that. You know, master, you're the master of your fate, the captain of your soul. So if you feel stagnant, you feel like you want to quit, you feel tired... Just get it out of it. Just push. Just push. Just push. 
You know, there's gonna be there's plenty of times where I was tired, I was down and out, I was dr- I was exhausted, drained. There was a point in time where at work or just even at here, I feel like I got got to do something. I'm reading a book or I'm on my you know on the phone, not really doing anything, or I'm thinking about the next ideas. I'm on the computer. I'm I'm, I'm you know. I'm doing something. I'm walking around. I remember one time I got home. I didn't sit down till like I, I didn't I didn't sit down for real until like seven o'clock. I've been up since five forty-five that day. It's been a full twelve hours. It's been a full fourteen. Not not no way. Yeah, about twelve hours. Full twelve hours. About full fourteen that I haven't done. Any, I just sat down. People have sat down since they got off work. I was like, I can't sit down. Gotta go take the dog out. Gotta go do work out. Gotta go do something. Take a walk. I don't know. Do something, bro. <laughs> do something. The worst thing you can do is do nothing. That is like the worst thing you can do. You know, you gotta try. At least try. The bare minimum is try. You know, you hear all the time. You gotta just try. No matter what happens. Ooh, stomach is growling. You gotta try. Who's this? Duh. I'm not going to. But um yeah, so try man, keep trying man. I, I, I record these to help you guys, man. Help myself get it out of my head, get it out of my system. But I also, you know, I record these so you guys can understand for the ones that do listen and really take into consideration what I'm saying. Um because a lot of you guys a lot of a good portion of you guys are almost cussed, but are stupid out there. My generation is Dumb. And I don't like I don't and I don't like when people say I was born in the wrong I say it all the time. I was born in the wrong generation. No, you were not. You just weren't. How were you born in the wrong generation? Because of the different music you like? Because of the different movies you like? You're not born in the wrong generation. You just like those type of movies. How are you born in the wrong generation? You have to tell me why. That's not a reason why. It's not a, it might be a reason why, but it's not a, a logical one. Because I like all the older movies. I like Scarface. I like Godfather. I like Pulp Fiction. Honestly, any Quentin Tarantino movie, I'd watch it. I like those movies. But now I don't feel like I was born in the wrong generation. I feel like I was born in the right generation. Because it's so... Not even a sense of like me trying to be this hero or figure or whatever. But it's just so wide open in the sense of leadership... And community and unity and to uplift and to build the country because the next generation is looking at us and all eyes are on, literally all eyes are on us. So it's on us to fix it, you know, and people are like, well, they effed it up. The previous generation effed it up so bad. Why is it on us to fix it? Because you live here, because you inhabit this area. You are a part of society. You are a part of the economics within this country. You Within the state of Washington, you, you matter. Like how I matter, you matter. The person on the street matters. The homeless people in the encampments matter. Everybody matters. So it's on us to fix it. You idiot. So stop saying you were born in the wrong generation. Because if that was the case then, you're a part of the problem. You're a part of why the country's effed up. But you don't want to be a part of that though. You just want to, you want to be... You are born in the wrong generation based off of your preferences. That is not a reason why you should say I was born in the wrong generation. You just shouldn't. I stopped saying that a long time ago. I'm, I'm born in the wrong... 
now it's changed to I don't understand this generation. It changed to it went from I was born in the wrong generation to I just don't understand this generation. That's what it turned into for me at least. So I stopped saying that and I just like you know what man. I was born in the right generation. But the problem is, and the problem will always lie, is the people. But when there's people, there's power. But when there's power, there's people. So it's on us to fix it. If it's so effed up and we don't like billionaires, then it's on us to fix it. So the next billionaire that rises through the ranks has grown up in this generation. They're going to be like, well, I know what the problems are because the previous billionaires didn't do this, this, and this. And I don't know why people like the pocket watch. That irritates my soul. Why are you pocket watching another man's money, another woman's money? What are you doing, huh? Go get a boff, excuse my language, get a boff your ass and go get a hustle. You worry about the wrong stuff. This is why the country is the way it is because everybody's worried about the wrong stuff. Who cares if Jeff Bezos went to the moon or went to outer space? Who gives a damn? Just, excuse my language again, get a boff your ass and get a hustle. Worried about the wrong stuff. Who cares? Well, you should care. I don't. I don't. You know why? Because I'm not worried about what Jeff Bezos is doing. And it's not even because he ain't worried about what I'm doing. I ain't worried about him because I got other things to worry about than Jeff Bezos. I wish Jeff nothing but success and health and being a blessed human being on this planet Earth. I wish him nothing but the best. I wish that he continues to strive and make the world a better place, make everybody's life easier with Amazon Prime, and just period, just Amazon. Like, I, I he, he stepped down from the CEO position to be the COO to have more control of the business so he can have more of an imprint on how to help people. Yes, I know they work, Amazon workers like dogs. They do. But no one told you to work at Amazon. No one told you to do that, so that seems like it's a you problem because you wanted to work there. You're blaming him for working you or blaming the workers that he's employed or whomever. You're blaming them, but it's your fault because you wanted to apply there. So don't get mad that you got hired, you know. Don't get mad. But, you know, you, you know what I'm saying, man? Maybe you don't, though. I'm hungry, man. My stomach keeps growling and stuff. You know, you hate that. Don't you hate that when your stomach just starts growling? Just, ooh, you hear that? You know, I don't even hear it. But I'm off that, man. I'm going to tap back in with Washington with the greater Seattle area. Here we are. I, have, um, I haven't done this in a long time. This probably will be a YouTube video. Not from this particular podcast clip or podcast. This misconnections, it just, you know, it will be the podcast, it's own thing. But I will do something similar to this for a YouTube video. Because I've had this idea for a long time, but I've just been busy. Also, I've been busy slash lazy and not wanting to do it. So here I am now, reading her. So, misconnections. For those of you that don't know what a misconnection is, a misconnection is posted on Craigslist. And, you know, it's usually a message to hopefully the other person checks. But usually no one checks Craigslist to get a message. Um, it's for people that have like that remorse of like, oh, I should have talked to them or I should have said this, this, you know, that's the vibe for, um, misconnections in Seattle, but it doesn't necessarily have to be, it's not, it's kind of, some of this stuff is weird 
kind of raunchy. Uh, I'm not going to read the cuss words or stuff like that. Because that's not what I... That's not my MO for this show. Uh, okay, so this one says... From from Rob. This is three hours ago. Uh, so, you are literally still haunting this board. Still looking for lovers. Damn. Old habits die hard, eh? Do not contact me with unsolicited services offers. I don't know what that means. Uh, next one, Rob. That's from Rob. Tacoma slash Pierce County. Cheryl Love. It's your boy, Toy. Please get on kick. I miss you so much, and I want to see you again. I doubt you even check this anymore, but it's worth a shot. Ellipses. I want to see you. Why? So, the, your boy, Cheryl Love, is to I'm assuming he's talking to. Why are you... First of all, you're on kick. Second of all, I doubt you even check this. Uh, you know they promote... I don't, they don't promote prostitution. But you know that you can actually like get an escort off Craigslist. Like it's so it's you can it's so weird. I've never tried it. I'm not gonna try it. Uh, I think it's a little too weird. Cutie in the um, cutie in the white truck. This AM. It's eleven twenty. It's early in the morning. It's in it. I and I love misconnections because it's so like. You have to be uh, specific. If the person's checking this, you have to. Because they're going, no one's going to know what you're talking about, who you're talking about, if you just say some like, vague statement. You have to be specific. One girl at work said Pacific. I said, eh, not the ocean. Um, anyway, she said Pacific. You have to be Pacific with these in, uh, details. Um, here we go. You are making a left turn. Onto uh, 336th Street in Federal Way between 6.15 and 6.30. Why is there a 15-minute window? Anyway, I was the woman you made eye contact with. It's all to dude that she was talking She's talking about a guy. You made eye contact with as you turned in front of me. I don't know if it was on purpose. You were looking at me or not, but it made me smile. I had a hard night at work, and it was nice seeing your face this morning. If you want to reply, great. Tell me what color... Or a type of car I was driving or something you remember about me. This is a shot in the dark. Have a great day. So what do you expect, though? I want to reply when you like, yeah, I've seen you. You look gorgeous. I just want to, you know, just because, no, bro. <laughs> no one's watching. No one is checking for this stuff. No one cares. We can do, we can do three more because that will be for today. And there's only a few for today. I mean, it's still early in the day, but still, you know. Older lady at Lucky Eagle. I feel like it's like a casino or like a hotel or something. I don't know. But it's in Olympia, so maybe it's not. Maybe it is, though. I don't know. The other morning, you sat next to me at the Slots Casino, and we talked, and you were really nice. You said I was lucky. No space after the comma after lucky, though. Crazy. Uh, you, you said I was lucky after you sat down and started winning. I felt I did... I felt I did too after, oh God, it's not T-O-O, it's T-O, so I'm reading it like two, like what? (laughs) Um, But there's no, it's like one sentence, so I'm going to read it in one breath. I will mess up because I'm not taking a pause or a breath because the way they written, wrote the whole like three sentences, there's no pause, you know, like after a paragraph you would pause, but then there's a space that gives you that pause. 
that brief break so you catch your breath or whatever the case may be. There's no spaces in between these. Like, after the commas, after the punctuations, there's no space. So I'm trying to read it all at once. Catch a deep breath. Let me exhale, though. That was a bad breath because I was still talking. The other morning, you sat next to me at the slots and you talked. You were really nice. You said I was lucky after... After you sat down, you started winning. I, I, I felt I did too. After meeting you, message me if you see this in the chat. Ugh. Um, no, <laughs> I'm not. If I was the girl, dude, what are you doing? Older, older lady. How old are you? Is she a freaky forty-five, bro? Come on, man. It's a good song by Cause. Um, you know, cause like my tweet, I retweeted one of his stuff. Doesn't it doesn't matter? No, but I thought it was cool that celebrities do pay attention like that. Um, or just artists. I mean, he's a celebrity. I'm not trying to say that. I don't know, man. Whatever. In Tumwater, to the lady down the road. I don't know where Tumwater's at. Um, I see you often in the neighborhood. Just wanted to say, seeing you around always makes me happy. Hate to watch you leave. Love to watch you go type of thing. Maybe you'll see this. That is so creepy. It's so creepy because it was posted at midnight. <laughs> so that's the creepy part. Hate to see you go, but love to watch you leave type of thing. Get a girl. To the taller girl at the gym. Or the taller girl at the, taller girl at the gym. I honestly can't tell if you were checking me out. I'm kind of shy. So I probably won't say anything. Would you want a workout partner? <laughs> no, she wouldn't. If so, let me know. Or have someone at the front desk relay one of our numbers. You can't do that. You can't have someone give out personal information. Personal and private information at that to a random person. Like That's illegal. It's not selling information, but you're just giving it away. Like, that's terrible. These are actually hilarious to me. So let's do these again. And there's, uh, let's, let's just do... We can do... One, two, three, four, five. Let's do five more. How about that? Let's do five more. Renton Safeway. This is where I used to go to school at. In Renton. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, Renton Safeway. We were standing in the line Tuesday evening laughing about the lady in front of us in her curlers. That's my local Safeway. I hope it's yours too. I was buying whipped cream flavored vodka and you asked... What the hell do you do with that? If you see this, I love to make you a drink. Oh, I love to make a drink. Uh, I can't read. <laughs> Wait a minute. I kept, I kept smiling while I was reading this. I was buying whipped cream flavored vodka. And you asked, what the hell do you do with that? Ellipses. Yeah, what do you do with flavored whipped cream? That's vodka. Ugh. Flavor, vodka flavored whipped cream. What do you do with that? Um, if you see this, I'd love to make you a... I'd love to make you a drink with it. Girl with Trump ball cap. Do, do not contact her at all. Well, you're probably... You condone that buffoonery, so I guess. Cute lady in black jeep and stone... Snohomish. I was on a motorcycle. You were in a black Jeep around noon by the Snohomish Fred Meyer. We seen each other and you smiled and I smiled, but you probably couldn't tell with my helmet on. Duh. Bro, how can anybody smile? Like, they can see your eyes get tighter? I don't understand. Um, I didn't see a ring on your hand, 
but you didn't get the best, but didn't get the best view. So you're now you're just assuming. Oh, you're incredibly attractive and have a perfect body. Okay, it's weird. Any chance you'd like to get to know each other? What color was I wearing or what color was my bike? I hope you see this, darling. You sound like you're so old. Darling, you got an incredible body. Exclamation point. Sound like a creeper, bro. Should have got her number. Like, three more. Guy with chessboard at Volunteer Park. So, so, so Pacific. It's so Pacific. I hope you guys know that when I say Pacific, I, I know the term is specific. You know, specific. It's not Pacific, but whatever. I'm going to troll. Last week, you had a beautiful oversized chessboard with a large... Wooden pieces. You were sitting on the ground in Volunteer Park. You have a shaved head and you were playing with another guy. When I walked by, hit me up if you read this. You did not. You did look up, saw me, and, and smiled as I walked by. We made. We, we maintained eye contact for a little while. I was a tall guy, black baseball cap, shorts, walking my dog. Why didn't you just talk to her? If she looked up at you and you thought she was good looking, why didn't you talk to her? Terrible. All right, two more, and I'm going to let you guys go. Um, this one's short and sweet. Redmond Town Center. Hello to the lady I saw in Redmond today with army green pants and a black top. You look nice today. You should have you just told her that. You should have told her, hey, you like your nice outfit. You should have just told her that. Last one, Puyallup Walmart. You're in Puyallup, obviously, because it says Puyallup Walmart. That's why they put a parenthesis in Puyallup. Anyways... Highly doubt you will ever see this, probably won't, but you are an absolutely beautiful woman uh, with either your daughter or sister. Women love that compliment. And you are walking, especially moms love that. And you were walking in front of me as we left and you were scared of a big, uh, of a big flying bayou, of a big flying bayou, a big fly bayou. No, I'm not tripping, you guys. I'm really not tripping. It says, you are walking in front of me as we left, and you were scared of a big flying bayou. What is a big flying? It has to be a fly. A big fly bayou. A big fly flying bayou. There's... There, I don't know. You are incredibly beautiful with the most trancing eyes. She has probably had a mask on. Probably not, though. Sounds like a white woman. If you ever happen to see this and you are interested... Tell me what you are, uh, what you were wearing, and what I looked like. Hopefully, you aren't married, so I'm not talking to a wall. Hope I see you again sometime. Posted 20 hours ago, dude. I got a newsflash for you. You are talking to a wall because that woman does not care at all about you or the big fly that was by her face. But that wraps up this episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. Hopefully, those people out there with the misconnections have. You know, get the person that they're looking for. Probably not. Shot in the dark. Who knows? Those are hilarious. Um, I'm gonna keep doing those. I kind of want to do those like every ep- after at the end of every episode. But you guys are the best. This has been sophisticated ignorance. I'm your host, Diaz York Slim, and I will holla at y'all later. Peace out.